Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 356, and today we're going to talk all about how to compete in a saturated market on Amazon and win. Is it even possible? Well, I'm going to give you guys a seven-step plan that we're actually following right now as we speak in a brand new brand. Wow, that's kind of that's kind of strange there. A brand new brand. Uh, yeah, so we are going to be talking about that and give you guys a little a little uh, teaser here. The next episode, 357, I'm going to actually walk you through exactly, exactly how we launched this new product and received 154 sales in five days and we did not even give the product away for free. All right, so you're going to want to definitely come back and check that episode out because it's going to build off of what I talk about today. A lot of what I'll talk about in that episode is, I mean, the groundwork is is really what I'm going to talk about today, and that is the seven-step plan. All right, now, there is a long-term play here, and there's also a short-term play. Depending on where you are and what your you know what your goals are for your business. Uh, now, I'll give you an example. If you are looking to build or not build a brand, and you just want to go out there and just find product and that you know that's selling and then sell it, that's totally fine. Uh, we have an open brand which we're working with. You guys probably heard me talk about it with Dom Sugar, and we have one product in there right now that is selling really, really well. And it has like three reviews and it had no reviews and it was selling still like 25 or 30. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen for everything, but it can still happen if you do good product research and you find markets that are not saturated. Now, I'm talking today about if you want to go into a market that's saturated in a sense or has competition, you still can do it, but it is going to be more of a long term play, a long game as I call it, all right, and I'm going to kind of give you those steps, but if you want to go out there and just jump in on a trend right now, or if you want to jump in on some products that maybe people haven't already launched yet, and you want to be first ones to market, that's fine, the thing is, is you're probably not going to build a brand around that trendy thing, all right, now, does it work? Yes, you can still do it, we're actually doing it right now, like I said, uh, the last I checked, we ran out of inventory Four different times, we were ordering 500 at a time, we blew out of those things in no time, and then we just placed another order for 1,000, and one of the big things that we're having a problem with is we don't want to overbuy just in case the trend kind of goes away, right? So that's the other the other scary part of jumping on a trend is that it could be over tomorrow and then you're stuck with 3,000 units. So that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is you got to kind of play it safe. Uh, which we are doing, um, but we're definitely not going to build a brand around this one particular product, maybe around the market a little bit, and that's the beautiful thing with the open brand that, we, uh, that we've talked about before, and, and we'll be doing more. I'm going to have Dom come back on, and we're going to kind of go through that, that whole open brand concept again. Um, I will link up the discussions that we've had in the past on the show notes page to this about the open brand. If you guys want to uh, learn more about that or even just listen to a past episode, I mean, the open brand is a great, a great way to get started. And this way here, you don't have to put all your eggs into one basket as far as a brand. Uh, you know, when you start a brand, you're really kind of going all in because now you're you're anticipating that your product is going to sell well and then from there you're going to be able to build and stack other products on 
to those, uh, you know, or, you know, kind of like upsell and cross sell and all that stuff within that brand. And that's really what we're talking about now. Like our plan for this new brand is to go big. Like we're talking, like we want to build this into a seven figure brand. Uh, and, and I say, we, I have a partner in that. And also Chris Schaefer is a partner in that. So, you know, we are going all in on this and hopefully fingers crossed, we have a really good feeling about this. Uh, but everything that I'm going to be covering here today will kind of give you that, uh, you know, that, that framework, um, that if you want to compete in a saturated market, on Amazon or even just in e-commerce, you can do it and you can win. It's just going to be a competition in a sense, right? And what do you have that your competitors don't? And one thing that we have, and I'm going to cover those seven, you know, those seven things or those seven steps. Uh, but what we have is we have all of the pieces to really make this work because of the partnerships. All right. And, you know, we just really complement each other well. And I think that's what's going to make the difference. But let me just go through those seven steps with you. That's really what I want here. Uh, again, I'm just going to I want to jump right into what they are. So you guys have them like step one, step two, and you can see exactly where I'm thinking. Uh, but again, I want you guys just to remember this is the long game plan. This is a brand. This is not just an open brand where we're going to just launch any products that we see that we could just go in there and sell, which we're still doing that as well. Um, it doesn't mean you can't do both. Um, but when you're going in on a brand, remember we're going for the long game, the, the long-term play. It's not just about selling something today and profiting tomorrow. It's going to be, you know, it's going to take work and it's going to take time and that's fine by us because we know that that's what's going to win the game. All right. So let's kind of dig into these seven steps. And if I didn't mention it, I don't think I did mention it. The show notes, guys, theamazingseller.com forward slash 356. And you can get all the transcripts for this. You can get the show notes and you can get the seven step plan. Okay. So building a brand, how to compete in a saturated market on Amazon and win the seven step plan. Here we go. Number one, is you have to niche down or niche down, depending on where you're you're listening from. If you're in the UK, it's niche, uh, and or maybe even Canada, uh, <laughs> and uh, or it's niche. But we're just going to talk about niching down, Me- basically meaning we're drilling down into the market. So let me give you an example. If we go into the fishing market, that's a massive market, right? Or I'll give you another example. What if we just go into sports and outdoors, right? That could be camping. That could be fishing. That could be hunting, right? So that's like a main thing. That could be hiking, all of these different things. And if you walk into an outdoors store, they have a fishing department. They have a, uh, a hunting department. They have a hiking, camping, like all these different ones, right? So now what we're going to do is we're going to pick one of those. So let's say, okay, we're going to dive into fishing, Okay, so now we've just went down one level deep outside of the big main thing, right? We've carved out one part of the market or, you know, this this huge market. And then we said we're going to go into fishing. But now in fishing, we can now drill down further there. We can be in bass fishing. We can be in saltwater fishing. We can do fly fishing. And eventually, yes, we could do them all. But when you start, you really want to be, uh, you know, really focused on one particular area. Okay, you want to be focusing on like if I was going to go into the fishing space, I would find out or or, or maybe it would depend on some of these other aspects, which I'm going to cover which one I would drill down into. But let's just say it was bass fishing. All right. So then I know a lot about bass fishing. I don't. But if I did, uh, that would be everything that I would gear things around. There's certain bass uh, hooks that you want to buy for bass fishing. 
There's certain leaders uh, that you want to put on. I think there are, uh, you know, or catfish, you know, there is for sure because they'll come up and, and cut your line, right? So there's all of these different things, these different tools, these different pieces, these, you know, different techniques, which I'll get into here in a minute when we start talking about content and stuff, but I can really, really just drill down deep into bass fishing. Okay, so I just went from this this huge market of, of, you know, sports and outdoors to bass fishing or to bass and then to bass fit or I'm sorry, fishing to bass fishing. And now I can drill down into bass fishing. And that's what my brand will be about. It could just if I wanted to, I could just be about bass fishing, period. Or if I wanted to, it could just be fishing and then I could start as one of my niches inside of my or I could, it's like a sub niche would be into bass fishing. All right. So just to kind of give you a high level view, but then we're going to narrow down into the market that we're going to go into. And that's what we've recently done. Okay. So now the second thing is, okay, this is step two is you need to find the target audience. Who is the audience? Who is bass fishermen? Okay. What is their age range? Is it a male? Is it a female? Uh, you know, what's time, what, you know, what's the time of year that bass fishing is most popular? Like these are the things that I need to find. And it's really easy to find nowadays. We have Facebook groups, we have fan pages. We also have Instagram. We also have Pinterest. We also have YouTube. Like we have all these different places to let us see where the market is. And then we can start to see who the market is. So we find, okay, we find the target audience. And then we see who the target audience actually is. Does that make sense? I hope you said, yes, Scott, it does. Uh, Because it does make a lot of sense, right? We're taking this, this market and then we're establishing it. We're niching down and then we're finding where they're hanging out. We're finding our audience. Then from there, we're actually establishing who our audience is. And I mean, if you get a little bit more advanced, if you start playing around with Facebook ads, you can find out that audience really, really quickly by just running some experiments with using Facebook ads, which we're not going to get into here. That would be another thing that we could do. All right. Everything I'm talking about right now, though, is going to make a lot of sense in the next episode, because I'm going to actually share with you, uh, how we actually did this and kind of how that came about. Okay. Uh, now again, I'm not going to give you, you know, the actual product. I'm not going to give you actually, actually market and all that stuff, but you're going to understand what I'm talking about. And I'm going to give you exactly what we've done up to this point. All right. So let's move on. So step three is a front person. Okay. If you can find someone to be the front person of your business, to me, that's going to be a huge advantage. All right. Now, my good friend, Mike Jackness, he talks about this openly. Uh, He is in the adult coloring space. Um, He found someone that he knew that was into adult coloring. And then now that's the person behind the brand. That's the person that shares the story. And that's the other part of this. When you find that front person, you want to have a story. Why is that person the one that's the front of the business? You know, the story will help you. And if you've ever, you know, watched the show, The Profit, um, that's a great show because they always talk about story. What's the story about the company? And if you have a really good story and then that story lends itself to a charity, boom, game over. Like that's going to be even better. And actually there's, there's something that we're going to be playing around with here very soon because there just something about me. I, I want to do something within an Amazon brand or just an e-commerce brand that we can donate part of those proceeds to, uh, you know, a charity. 
you know, a cause. Um, and I think it's really, really good if you can do this, uh, but you can't make it up. Um, again, I, I mean, there's people out there that will just do a cause just to make it look good so they can sell more stuff. I genuinely want to donate to a cause. So if I can do that and take like part of the, of the profits from a sale and let my customers know about that, or the front person can let them know about it and why we're doing that. Well, then that just ties everything together, right? So the front person, okay. The front person will be a key part of a successful brand. Okay. Doesn't mean you have to, have to, have to. Okay. But it will make a really, really big difference and it'll make it easier when we get to step four here in a minute. Okay. But that story, like I said, it doesn't have to be a sappy story. It doesn't have to be a bad story. It just has to be, why did you decide to get into this? Like, why did you just start? Why did you decide to get into adult coloring? Maybe because you had kids and uh, the only way that you could really unplug and not think about, you know, you know, day-to-day stuff that you were doing is at nighttime, after the kids went to bed, you spent an hour, you know, coloring, you know, in your adult coloring book with your pencils and your gel pens and all that stuff. And it's just relaxing. Maybe you lit a candle and then, you know, you had, uh, you know, a certain scent and then it allowed you to really just, you know, just unwind. And then you talk about that story, or maybe your story was that, you know, you were a really high stressed person and you actually went to counseling for, for it for years. And there was nothing that you could do to really get out of that stressful environment because your work was a a stressful job or whatever. And then you, you discovered adult coloring and that changed everything for you. And now you want to, your mission in life is to go out there and help as many people as possible. Or maybe you were out there and you were struggling to find really good coloring books for adults. All the other ones were just kind of generic and you wanted to come up with your own stuff. Or maybe you were an artist and now you created your own. You can see like it's endless, but you got to listen to the story of the front person. So the front person has to be aligned with the brand. All right. Now, I know a lot of you are probably listening going like, Scott, sounds like a lot. Like, it sounds like it is a lot. Like, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that this is easy, but it has to be planned out. It has to, all the pieces have to align. All right. But if you even have just one of those pieces, that's why I've said to you, if you've, if you've ever, uh, you know, or if you're ever, you know, in a situation where you hear someone talking like very passionately about something or shares a story and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just so into this thing in this, in this, maybe this, you know, maybe it's a cause or maybe it's a, uh, you know, maybe it's just they're into fitness or maybe they're, you know, a dietitian or whatever it is. If you listen to that and then you see an opportunity and you would want to partner with that person, that's where that opportunity can come. Um, that's exactly how it can happen. All right, it's actually happened to me. So I, I, I'm saying this, you know, from experience. It's actually what's happened to me. So don't think just because you're not the front person, you can't find a front person. You can, and it might not be there today. It may, might be there a month from now or, or a year from now, but you, you need to be on the lookout for that. Um, all right, so moving on. So step four is content creation, okay? Content is gonna be critical when you're building out a brand. Number one, you know, Google loves content. I think we all know that. So when people search for certain things, you know, and if you've written something on a blog or YouTube or, you know, any other platform, you've got a chance for people to find your content and then immerse themselves into your world. All right. So content is really, really important. 
Now, a lot of people, they, they get all upset about, well, you know, how, you know, how do I do content? I don't know about content uh, or I don't know how to create content. Well, in the beginning, you can just be the reporter. I call this the reporter style. This is where you can go out and find all the resources that are helping you and then you can just report on it and then that can be your content. Like you're not stealing the content. You're not going to take that content and say that you wrote it or that you, you know, that you shot the video or anything like that. You're going to basically just say, you know, I've been out there looking for resources for this. This is the top five blog posts that I've found that helped me with fishing, you know, with bass fishing. These are the five videos that I found on YouTube that helped me catch more bass this past weekend than I've ever, you know, caught before. Like, And so for you to to do that, like you can instantly create content or find content and then you can be the reporter. So now you've delivered the content. So now you're technically the expert, even if your front person was doing the reporter style and then just giving, you know, kind of like riffing on, on what, you know, what the video was about or what the blog post was about. Like they can just give their review about it or how it's helped them. And then, Hey, you should check this out. So that's a way to kind of capitalize on other people's content that you've gotten value from, okay? So that's number four, content creation, okay? Number five is publishing strategy, okay? Well, where do I publish this? Well, number one, everyone in a brand, any brand out there has a home base. That home base is typically a website or or a blog, okay? Let's call it a website, but there's an extension on that website and it's a blog. And that blog just basically means that you post something there, it resides there, and it just updates, you know, once you put something in there, it's got something new, right? And that way you can just publish on a a pretty frequently uh, or a frequent basis. And then this way here, you know, you've got a home base because you're always gonna wanna guide people to your home base. Because you're probably, and you should, or if you're going to do this brand thing, is go out there and start setting up some social media platforms. Now, I don't say go out there and just go on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and all of these different these different social platforms. I say, where is your audience hanging out? If the audience is hanging out on YouTube, then you need a YouTube channel and you need to start publishing stuff on YouTube, period. And then you just need to immerse yourself in that world or have someone do that for you. The social media is just extensions of your home base, all right? So it's a way for you to go out, interact with people, and go, hey, you want to come on over to my house on the weekend? We're going to have a party. We're going to talk all about X, Y, and Z, bass fishing, right? So it's a way for us to go out, socialize, meet people, and then let people know that we have resources And then because we're, you know, we're big into this market, and then we drive people back to our home base, Okay. So the home base in this case, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's my blog. Okay. Which is your website. It's the same, basically the same thing. Okay. And then from there, again, you're going to have people coming in and they're going to start going, Oh, this is pretty cool. You got a nice place. I like this place. A lot of great information here. Wow. You're really into this bass fishing thing. And then they start to learn a bit, a little bit about you because you have an about me page and then it tells your story, right? And then it tells a little bit about you or maybe your cause. Okay. Or maybe it's just a a great resource for people to bookmark. Okay. So now people are sharing that, which I think everyone in a brand should be the ultimate resource for their market. And I think Pat Flynn had said that before as well. You want to be the ultimate resource in your market, period. If people know, like, and trust you, and they know that you give out really, really good content around your market, then they're going to come back to you and they're going to buy from you, 
period. So when we talk about competition, if you're competing on just product, you're right. If you're going into a saturated market, it's going to be hard. All right. But if you are doing what we're talking about here, you've got such an advantage, such an advantage. Now we're not even there yet to where people can actually buy stuff from us. Right. But we're, we're building this thing. We're building this resource. We're building this rapport. We're building the story. Like all of this stuff is going into like the products. Okay. The products aren't even there yet. And we might not even have a product picked yet. We might just do this and then decide what product we want to give to people after they tell us. Or if you don't want to build all this, you could just go hang out in the Facebook groups and the pages and even go on Amazon and read some of your competition's, uh, you know, reviews and hear what people are talking about, about what they're interested in, what they're not interested in. And then you're learning before you even maybe build your brand. Okay. But I'm saying like, if you have a good idea that there's a brand, maybe there's something you're really passionate about that you're into and you've done a lot of research on, and you're always looking at Facebook pages and, and, uh, groups and, and, uh, you know, maybe YouTube channels and stuff like that, then you probably know that that's what you're into. There's probably a market that's into that. So maybe you want to build a brand around that. Okay. So again, going back to these seven, these seven steps in this plan, Number five is publishing strategy. You need that publishing strategy. You need to, you need to have uh, some type of framework. Maybe it's the top 10 questions, um, but you know, and that's where you start, but that's where you would say, all right, what is the plan and, the, and, and what is the publishing strategy? Well, it's really a home base and then social media channels that lead back to the home base. That's your publishing strategy, okay? Now, number six Create a customer journey. What does this mean? Well, it means if your customer, your, you know, future customer, if they're searching for certain things, what is it going to take for them to become a customer? What do they need to understand before they actually make a purchase? So you're going to probably see there's probably 10 or 20 commonly asked questions in your space. Maybe it's bass fishing. People are always looking for what's the best way to uh, to put bait on the hook, or what's the best lure? What's the top five lures? What's the what's the best color paint on the lure? Uh, you know what is the best leaders? Uh, you know all of these things are being searched for. Those are your pieces of content that you're going to initially roll out, okay? And then from there, you're going to lead people through there. So what's step one? If you're going to do a bass tournament this weekend and you want to have the, the best advantage, what are, you know, what are the five things that you need to know and that you need to do before that tournament? Step one, do this. Step two, do this. And you give them that roadmap. And then you're going to create the customer journey for them. Start you know, here and your result is here. How do you get them from there to there? You have to fill in those blanks. Okay, or maybe they're doing research on this one lure. You're going to have all of the ins and the outs about the lure, and then they're going to say, wow, this person gave me a lot of help. Or maybe when they make that buying decision, it just happens to be on your page because at this point, you've led them through where they need to go, and now they're just there, so they're going to buy through you. And then from there, once they buy through you, the customer journey is going to continue by your follow-up and by your support and by how helpful you are. All of that stuff, all right? So that's number six, creating a customer journey and a standard FAQ, you know, frequently asked questions, commonly asked questions and problems. Like, just go through and start making a list of all of these different questions. And then once you have your own Facebook page and group, you can ask people, 
what's the biggest thing you're struggling with, you know, with your, you know, your last or from your last tournament, from your last bass fishing tournament? Or, or what's the, what's the one thing you wish you could do better as a bass fisherman? Like, you know, whatever it is, right. And let them tell you. And then guess what? You as the expert or whoever is your front person, they answer that on a YouTube video or they answer that on a Facebook live. And, and then from there they start engaging with that audience. And then from there they can lead people back to home base, right? So they're on, see how that works. So it'd be beautiful if you were, if you had a front person that could do a Facebook live and be on that boat in the middle of the afternoon, showing you three different lures and what makes one better than the other. And they're on a Facebook live and then they can ask any questions while they're there. And then at the end they can say, Hey, if you want more tips like this, head over to, you know, Scott, Scott's bass fishing tips.com. And then they just go there. And then from there they can go and on my blog. And then from there, they can, you know, go to the next step, which could be, you know, receive this, this ebook that, that gives you all of these tips or a hundred different tips for, uh, you know, catching, uh, you know, the most bass, uh, in, you know, in the, over the weekend or something like that. I don't know. I'm thinking on the fly here. So, uh, but, but you see where I'm going with this, right? So that's what we did, right? We were on a platform. If you can do a Facebook live, those are amazing right now. Those things are crushing it. Uh, we're actually doing them in this brand and, and they're, they're just crushing it. They're, they're just literally, they're getting shared and they're getting liked. And, um, another thing I'll probably do in the future, I know it's not related to Amazon. It's not really related to selling product on e-commerce, but really like how to best set up your Facebook live. If you're going to do them, where to post it, because really you should post it on a fan page. And then from there, repost it inside of a, uh, of a, of a group. If you have one, if you only have a Facebook fan page, which you have to have one of them to run ads, then you'll already have that piece. But, um, you want to be able to publish that inside the fan page. And then from there you can publish it in a group if you have a group. Um, and then you get more reach that way because the Facebook fan page allows people to share it, like it and comment and all that fun stuff. All right. So that's number six, creating a customer journey. All right. And now seven step seven, this is a, pretty easy one, but a lot of people don't do this. They'll do it in the beginning, but then they won't continue. And that's a publishing routine. So when are you going to publish? And then if you're going to publish every single Friday and you're going to announce that every single Friday, well, then you better be there every Friday because people start to establish a routine as well. And if you're not there, well, they're going to just say, well, that person's just there, you know, here and there. They're not there all the time consistently. And if you do it, every single week, let's say one piece of content every single week, which I think everyone can do. Well, then all of a sudden you start to get different pieces of content out there that people can start to find. The more you have out there, generally the more chances you have for someone to find you. Okay. So for example, this podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, started it over two years ago. I have not missed a Monday, Wednesday, Friday ever. Okay. Now I'm not saying I won't, but I'm committed to not And I'm always usually about a week and a half ahead and I'm always planning. I'm always looking for new things to add, um, listening to you guys, what you guys need, um, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, If, if I meet someone that has a great story, right, I'm always on the lookout for what you need, but then also what I think you need. Uh, and, and again, it's being in a routine. Um, this new brand, we have a routine, like we're publishing at least once a week on a Facebook live, 
We're actually doing about two to three blog posts every single week and we're sending out an email every single week, okay? It's routine now, all right? I'll give you another routine that I do as well is on the podcast. You guys probably know and if you don't know, you should probably check your emails on Friday because I send out a TAS weekly recap email where I give a little bit of what's going on in my life but then also everything that we've done through this past week, all right? So again, it's a routine. I have to do that. It's like anything else. If you don't create a routine for yourself, or if you don't create a schedule for yourself, you won't do it. And then those results will be, you know, kind of like not that good, right? Because you haven't, you haven't committed to it. So you need to, com- I should have probably put in there publishing routine and commit to it because I think commitment is big. A lot of times people will start this process and they'll be just going after the sale. If you're going after just the sale, then I would say, just go launch products in like an open brand fashion. Like just go out there, find products that you can launch uh, quickly. Um, and if they last two months, three months, you got to just keep moving on. It's kind of like retail arbitrage. I think retail arbitrage works well. Actually, we have a, a class on it called 1K Fast Track, which does amazing. Uh, but that's for people that just want to earn some capital like quickly. And they don't really care about a brand. They just want to go out there and just flip product. And that's... That's totally fine. But for anyone that's thinking to themselves, I really want to be able to get into a market, but they all just seem so saturated. And I want to really be able to go into bass fishing because I'm really, I'm a fan of it. I'm, and that's part of my life. And, and I would love to be able to do that every single day when I wake up in, in the morning and, and just, you know, be part of that brand. I would love it. Like, that'd be awesome. And I'd be helping people. Like, if that's what you're thinking, then this is, this is the, the plan. This is the seven steps that you need to be following. All right, so now I'm going to give you a few other little tips here, okay? Now, and this is what we've done, and like I said, I'm going to share with you how we did this, and again, it's, it's fairly new, so I'm going to give you guys the play-by-play, and that'll be in the next episode, so that'll be episode 357. This one here is 356, but I'll link it up to the next episode on the show notes page of this as well. Um, if you're listening to this after this airs, um, maybe it's a year from now. Uh, well, you can still just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash 356 or theamazingseller.com forward slash 357 because that one will be published because I'm going to publish that one immediately after this one about a day and a half, two days. Actually, it'll be Monday will be this episode and Wednesday will be the second part um, to where I actually give you guys some results from our new brand and kind of how we're we're using these seven steps in this, in this plan and in this strategy. So number one is to get started doing this, really you want to build an email list. You guys have heard me talk about this time and time again and I'm going to continue to talk about it because it works. It works really, really well. Um, but that's the first thing. So you need to be thinking about in your brand, very first thing you need to think about is how do I collect emails? Like I need to collect emails in this market so I have a list ready that I can number one, publish content to because I know that they've raised their hand. And guys, we did a full workshop on this, a full workshop where we actually walk you through a case study that we actually exposed because we are not launching products in that brand right now. We did it as a test and as a case study, but it's the exact same thing that we're doing in any of the other brands that we're working in. And we've done it multiple times now. But it's where you can build that email list and get people that you know are interested in that market. And then what we're doing is we're just doing a giveaway. Um, If you guys want to check that out, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. Again, that's theamazingseller.com 
forward slash build list. Now that there will give you again, the roadmap to building an email list, but also to get the attention in your market. And then from there, you can do exactly what I said and create that content or be a reporter in your market and then publish content on a blog or on your social media platforms. And then that email list will allow you to then share it with those people and then they'll help share it. And then it just keeps, it keeps, it just keeps going. It's like momentum just keeps happening, right? Because you're, you're, you're constantly uh, kind of feeding the content that you're creating with an email list, but the email list is also the people that are raising their hand. They're saying, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested in this market. And I mean, just to give you a quick example, going back to the fishing, the bass fishing, if I knew that that's where I was going, I would go out and I would look on Amazon and find the top bass fishing pole. And then I would find the top bass fishing lures and I would find uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, a bass fishing vest. And then I might sell a tackle box. I would add that into the bundle. And then I would raffle that off. I would do a giveaway for that for 30 days. And I would build a massive list of those people raising their hand, saying that they're interested in that market. And then from there, guess what I do? I reach out to those people and I say, hey, I'm going to be out in the boat on Friday. I'm going to do a Facebook Live. Anybody want to join me? Come on over Friday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time and I'm going to be on the boat. I'm going to be showing you guys how I use uh, this new fishing lure that I just got. And I think it's awesome. And I'm hopefully going to catch some fish for you. Like, how cool would that be? Right? So, so does this make sense? Does this make sense what I'm talking about? I hope it does. I hope the light bulbs are going off. I hope, I hope, you're, I hope there's a lot of light bulbs going on. I hope there's a lot of ahas. Um, now, the other thing I want to mention here is once you do this, you're going to want to communicate and you're going to want to publish to the audience, and you're going to want to listen to the audience, okay? So let's say that you do that. Let's say you do a Facebook Live, and you're able to get people interacting there. You can say, hey, guys, what's your number one struggle with, uh, you know, I don't know, catching bass? Uh, or what's the, you know, uh, what time, what's, the, what's your favorite time of the day to catch bass for you? What, what's been the best time? And just getting that interaction, right? And now you have that interaction. You can take those questions and then repurpose them and answer them on another Facebook Live or a blog post or just a Facebook post uh, or YouTube video, whatever you're going to be able to do because you're communicating with the audience, okay? And then the second or the third thing, I'm sorry, is email once per week, okay? Once you do the build an email list with the giveaway, you're going to be communicating with them. If you don't want to create your own content, be the reporter of your market, and then you're, you're going to email them or you should email them once per week, preferably at the same time. And you want to give value. You want to give value. You want to give value. And then you have permission to ask. And it's the same thing that Gary Vaynerchuk has says, uh, or has said, and, uh, I have his book on my shelf, jab, 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 right hook. And that basically means that value, 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 ask. And, uh, and I'll tell you, I mean, you can't go wrong there. You really cannot go wrong. So that's pretty much the seven step plan, the strategy. I did want to say this though, and this is what I'm going to be sharing with you, uh, moving forward as far as on the next episode. And I'm going to give you kind of a little bit of a play by play, but you're able by doing this, you're able to, once you do have a product that launches, you can spike Amazon sales and you can do it by just offering 50% off. It doesn't even have to be 75% off or 90% off or like we've done in the past, maybe free, right? It, you can literally make some money 
by giving a 50% off discount. And we've proved it and it works. And I'm going to share you share with you how we did it. We actually sold over 150 units in five days at a 50% off sale. Um, we're going to, I'm going to tell you exactly how we did it and the emails that we sent out. Um, you're also going to be able to get some reviews and feedback naturally because people are buying your product now. And I mean, we use SalesBacker. You guys probably know that. Uh, so we have an automated, uh, you know, email follow-up that goes through Amazon using SalesBacker, and that's going to help us get reviews and feedback. And then from there, we run pay-per-click. We, we then turn on pay-per-click. Once we're done with that first initial round of that promotion, we're starting to get some BSR boost. Actually, I think we were like 900 in, uh, in a pretty popular category. Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, but you're also able to discover search terms, okay? Not keywords, search terms. We talk about that in our in our pay-per-click training. Um, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC and get all that. But we we really talk about the keyword is like, like I put in a list of maybe 20 keywords that I thought people would be either searching for or that it would be around, Okay, and then now what I'm waiting on is I'm waiting for those impressions to start happening and then start getting some clicks. Then I can see the search term that actually people were using and then I'm able to take those and then really start to drill down into sponsored product ads and that's pay-per-click and then we find the winners and then we scale, all right? And that's what we're doing. Like that's on Amazon, of course, but that's what we're doing. But do you see how the outside part of this, of the brand, is able to then drive sales over to uh, the product day one and we were able to get a lot of great feedback? Like that's what I'm talking about. That's the power of a brand and we're just getting started. So, you know, our plan and I think everyone's plan should be keep building that email list through giveaways or a free download on your blog or maybe a Kindle book that you're doing, which we haven't even talked about. There's so much that you can do. But when you have that brand, every piece of content you're creating is an asset. And that asset should lead itself to an email opt-in. Okay, or if it's outside of your home base, your blog, it should lead people back to the blog or just lead people to a landing page, which we've talked about before, which then you can capture their email address. And again, guys, we talk all about that on that free training that we just did on a workshop. You guys can get all of the details by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. And if you guys think it's complicated to set that stuff up, we've actually made it even easier because now we have a plugin that we created for ourselves and now we're offering it to everyone and that is called Giveaway Boost. And uh, you'll, you'll learn more about that if you go to the build list workshop, which we recently did. So, um, oh, the other thing I want to remind you guys about is our live event. Um, the first day is filled. We're doing a 15 person live workshop where we're actually walking 15 people through this process of building their own, their own email list, their offers, and really being able to build this thing out. Like we just kind of covered, we're going to be walking through it step-by-step and then going through it with them and building it alongside with them, which I'm really excited about. And that's going to be in June. And um, we are thinking about, depending on when you're listening to this, opening one more day. And that'll be the following day for another 15 people if we have enough demand for it. Okay. Um, I do think I can get the room for that next day. I still have to check on that. But I've already had about five people reach out and say that they couldn't make the first one, but they wanted to make the second one. So if you are interested in that, or if you just want to come to our unofficial meetup in North Carolina, which we're going to be doing here in June, it'll be June 24th, um, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live, 
and you can do that. You can uh, you can register or you can see when uh, we're going to be doing those live workshops now and in the future. So definitely go check that out. So guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. I didn't know how long this was going to go, but it always seems to go longer than I expect because there's a lot of different things that go into this. And I want to always make sure that I'm covering everything and breaking it down into as simple as I can and bite-sized pieces, which you guys know that I'm always trying to do because that's how I learn best. And hopefully you guys do as well. So that's it guys. That's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.